Welcome to Jess Williamson, the podcast where we build businesses for life. Okay, we are back with a Real Talk episode. I want to bring these kind of short, spicy episodes to the podcast because I've got a lot of opinions and I think Mm -hmm. it's really, really powerful when we can speak to these in a really empowering way. So I've got my friend Han back and we are just going to have a really open and raw chat about money today, particularly sharing income wins online and how to attract more wealth and attract more money in your business because Mm -hmm. I think money is such a taboo Mm -hmm. but also powerful topic Mm -hmm. and like without money without income business is going to be a little bit hard yeah a longer time so I think there's so so much power in this and I want to talk about money because I don't know about you but I was always the kid who was like love your dress how much was it oh I was like because that's my way and like in human design I'm a line one so I am an investigator ask questions like I'm a questioner through and through And my brain wants to know, but I'm not doing it from like, oh, you're rich or you're poor. Like people think you are, but my brain uses it to compartmentalise. Like, can I buy that or not? Like, Mm. I'm not going to bother looking it up when I just need to know how much it is. And that's a money mindset thing, like, you know, needing to know can I afford it or not. But I've always been that person who I'm like, how much do you charge for your services? How much do you make? Like, I want to talk about money. And you've never felt uncomfortable? No. No. People made me feel uncomfortable because their reaction would be like what fuck yeah. or like Jess you can't ask that yeah that's and I'm not like why not because like I've always felt very neutral around money it's like me asking what day is it today you know like yeah. who said it's a weird thing like yeah. I don't care if people know how much or how little money I make I don't yeah. make it mean something so that's why yeah. I never thought it was weird yeah that's ask. interesting <laughs> it's like you've got blonde hair I've got blonde hair yeah yeah exactly that kind of so I'm all for the money chats yeah <laughs> let's go Let's dive straight in. Let's go. Okay, so firstly, what you just said, do you think that has come from a particular place? Do you think it's from your upbringing, from your parents? Or what do you think has got you there to the point where you are now? Or do you think it's changed along the way? That's probably two different questions, actually. It probably did change for a little while because I think I've always been like a no filter, no shits kind of person. Yeah. I say whatever comes to mind, but I learned the hard way that you shouldn't always say what comes to mind because in high school I lost all my friends because I spoke up about something and they just decided no one likes you anymore, Jess. And just different things throughout my life or even if I'm like, love your dress, how much is it? Yeah. And I then started to change that to love your dress, where's it from? Because I actually wanted to. But then yeah. what I'll do is Google and check the And price. find yourself. Like, yeah. Now I don't do that as much because I've shifted my money mindset. But it's yeah. like, why give myself extra work when I just get to, let can, me get to yeah. the point. Yeah. I am very direct. Feeding around the bush. Yeah. yeah. I am a very direct, potent and honest person. person. Yeah. And so it did change for a little bit. Not extreme, like not to an extreme extent, but I did notice that I stopped asking people how much mm. their new shoes were. Because um, of their reaction. Yeah. Because yeah. of their reaction. They're like, um, I don't know, Jess. Like I could read their face yeah, and they were I'm kind like, of pushing their also, own. Why does it matter? Because like if it's hell expensive, I'm like, good on you. Yeah. Like and if it was twenty dollars, YOLO, you got yourself a bargain. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like what the, I don't care what it means. So now I just ask. Like I don't yeah. care. And even just online, like I talk about money online. Mm-hmm. I share income. Yeah. I talk about it. And I think talking about it neutralizes it. Yes. For everyone as a collective as yeah. well. So I'm all for talking about money 
sharing income so, wins, yep. even if it's low numbers. It's like, yeah. okay, this month was a little bit lower. Like I'm all for sharing, sharing. everything. Yeah. yeah. So now, so you do obviously share that online. Was there a point before that where you didn't? And what yeah. was the shift between the change? Yeah, I was really nervous actually. So last year I started having a lot of fast growth and I think I started the year on like a 50K month and I was like, where did that money even come from? Like yeah. things were just happening. So I shared it in January. Yeah. And then February I backed it up. So wait, with like this is 2022. Yeah. yeah. And then February I backed it up with a 40K month. Mm-hmm. I didn't share it. I actually yeah. to this day didn't share it. And I have a note. I put everything in my notes folder yeah. or like voice memos so I can remember what I want to post about. Yeah. I still have a note that I found the other day and I wrote, you know, I had a 40K month, blah, blah, blah. And I remember writing that and I was like, mm, I've just talked about my 55K month a bit too much last, probably spoke about it once to be honest, but I was like, yeah. talking about money too much was my mindset. So better not talk about this one. So I never did. Yeah. And then it was like six months later, I hit like a 78K week and yeah. I was like, holy shit balls. Like what is going what is on? Your- and that was obviously the most I'd ever earned personally. Yeah. In my swimwear brand, I'd hit massive numbers, but it's not the same when you've got product costs and yeah. it's like, yeah. it's not attached to you yeah. as a human being. It's like, you like the bikini, great. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this is insane. And I actually wrote a whole post saying, I just had a 78K week and I almost didn't share it. Wow. And I okay. shared that lesson yeah. because I think we can get in our own heads. And my biggest thing was always like, I don't want to look arrogant. Yeah. I don't want to look like bragging. Mm-hmm. And I used to even be like, oh, by the way, I'm not bragging, but I just wanted to share this to inspire yes. you. Why do I need to even say that? Why do you need to back that and up And I see after? people still do that a lot. It's like, mm. hey, I'm not bragging. Don't worry. I just wanted to share this to inspire you. Why do you have it's to justify? It's kind of to dull it down a little bit again. Yeah. yeah. Because what you're doing is you're assuming people think you're bragging. Yeah. So you're adding a disclaimer to be like, don't think I'm bragging. Yeah. Because if people thought I was bragging, I would be a bad person. And like we create yeah. this whole narrative. Story. Yeah. Yeah. So I shared it. I was like, you know what? I've noticed the thought. I don't want people to think I'm arrogant or greedy for having this much money because what happens when you share income you get projections you mm-hmm. get people's insecurities projected back onto you around oh it's easy for you oh wouldn't that be nice like mm-hmm. 78k in one week and this was cash this yeah. was not this was dollars in my bank account, bank account. Like, yeah yeah not just sales maybe no. one day I'll get the money yeah that's two times what my old yearly wage was yeah wow wild that's crazy and like you get people's projections mm-hmm. like I had friends or even like cousins or people just to reach ghost out me to you? for a while. Or just, okay. just ghost me. Didn't yeah. even put a little love heart on my story. Like some of my yeah. friends and things didn't even put like a little love heart, you know, on yeah. the story. Sorry. The bare minimum kind yeah. of thing. And I had to hold that, you know, because yeah. like I could have assumed or they they might have just been like, oh, that's nice and like moved on with their day. They might not have thought anything of it, but we can create so many stories. Yeah. And like so people started to ghost me and, you know, I had a lot of things like, oh, I'm so jealous every time you're at the beach. Like you're just at the beach all the time. How do you make money and like mm. you know comments come through or it's like drinks are on jazz and it's like it's yeah. in a light-hearted way like, but you know mean. what's deeper than that so yeah when you start to talk about larger amounts of money it's almost like you stop being a human because it's yes. like you're not allowed to have hard times because you've got money and I don't yeah. or you've got freedom to go to the beach whenever you want I don't so you can't talk to me about yeah. what's hard or you're you no know, longer in the same vortex kind yeah. of thing we can no yeah. longer bond over life being hard yeah and it's like I never subscribe to that anyway but 
but when you start to talk about that, that happens. But even from an online point of view, right, people can think and say whatever. So those were the biggest things kind of holding me back. Like, I don't want to be seen as greedy or arrogant or too big for my boots. Like, who the F is Jess? Because I've always been the nice girl. I've always flown under the radar, create success, but like, I don't need to tell anyone. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to share this. And this is why. Because I think the more that people like me or just anyone get out of their comfort zone and do that, we can rise together because it now no longer becomes weird. Yeah. Or doesn't hold any value. Two people. One person can either be like, what a bitch and project onto me and then continue to repel money from themselves energetically. The other people could be like, what an inspiration. Jess has done that without burning out. Yeah. That means I can too. I can do it. Yeah. And so I look at people who are maybe making a million dollars a month and I'm like, oh, that feels really stretchy to me. But now I've seen it. You know, that is so possible. Yeah. It is proximity. It's like, yeah, what we realize gets to be normalized is what gets to be possible. A hundred percent. And so circling back on that. So when you did start sharing, did you notice a difference in the clients and the people you started to attract into your life? Yeah. So the way that I shared it now, two things can happen. And I think last year it was awesome. We saw a lot more people sharing income wins. It was like really empowering, but I think people clung to it as like, this is my worth. Yeah. Here's my money. Here's my income. Hey, I made $50,000 last month. Work with me. Yes. What that's going to get is people who are like, cool, you can make me lots of money. And when you don't make the money, they're like disappointed and disappointed and whatever. Yeah. So there's two fields, but what that comes, that stems from the person sharing the money, Mm -hmm. trying to prove their worth. Yes. Whereas I'm sharing it from a place of celebration. Yes. This is me. This is my lessons behind it. So it's not necessarily the fact of sharing money attracts bad clients or clients who just want money. It's the energy that you're putting behind sharing that firstly. Yeah. But I started to attract a higher level of client. Client. Not that there's a hierarchy, but I just mean like maybe more further along or they're earning more or they're, they've been in business in their business. Something like that. So I started to attract that. Obviously talking about my wins is going to add a level of credibility or Mm -hmm. authority. It's like, okay, I've seen you've done that for you. Yeah. But I also shared a lot about my values, a lot about my lifestyle and all of the other things behind it. So I didn't really have the clients who were just like, Jess, make me shit tons of money. And that's all I'm here for. Okay. That makes sense. And obviously being in the space that you are, do you notice and can you spot the difference when they are coming from a different place? Yeah. Can you? I can feel the energy. You can feel it. Yeah. I can feel the leaky energy just in general, even if it's not about money. Yeah. It's through the words people use. Mm -hmm. And even if, because I'm quite consciously aware of it because I teach on it, I coach people on it and I work a shit ton on myself. Mm -hmm. But even if people aren't consciously aware, even if people aren't like, oh, you've got leaky energy or oh, you're trying to prove or you're trying to bash someone down because you're not fully secure in yourself. Like I can tell. Yeah. Even if people aren't consciously aware that that's what they're observing, your subconscious is. Yes. Energy doesn't lie. And that's where doing the inner work on ourselves so that we can come to everything grounded is so important because people feel that energy. And that's where people might be talking about the same things as me, Mm -hmm. but they keep attracting different clients who are in such a scarcity mindset or clients who want to play the victim or things like that, because that's the energy they're putting out. Therefore, the people who identify 
identify with that are going to come back. Come back. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. Uh-huh. It makes a lot of sense. And so when you're, you know, talking with potential clients and, you know, people as a whole, do you think you can not change someone's mind, but change someone's perspective if they do have that kind of mindset around money or scarcity mindset? Is it something that you think that you can work with straight away or do you kind of like let them sit with it for a bit or yeah, how does it usually kind of flow on from there? Yeah. So if it's a client of mine and they've got like a scarcity mindset or blockages or just mindset things, I'll always coach them through it. Yeah. So it's not necessarily me being like, you need to believe this or I don't tell them. Yeah. It's hard to explain without doing it, but it's, I coach them through it. Through it. So yeah. I help them get to the deeper reasons why they're holding on to those beliefs, like what deeper stories, experiences, what's created that belief Mm -hmm. and how do we shift it? So there's a lot that we go through. Sometimes it may take a while, sometimes one session, like I've changed entire concepts of self in like one session, like a whole new person with the realizations they've had. Mm -hmm. And so that's where it's really powerful to sometimes we can do mindset work ourselves. But if our ego and our like subconscious doesn't want us to see it because it's trying to keep us safe, it's going to be pretty damn hard. So I never go in and be like, you've got a bad mindset. I will coach them through Through. that realization themselves. Yeah. Because otherwise I'm going to be putting my assumptions through my lens onto them. Them. And that's really dangerous from a coaching point of view because then they might take on that belief as themselves. So I work through with them to unearth theirs situation Mm. but I can notice the cues to guide them do them yeah Yeah. so many different layers yeah yeah and also going back to speaking about kind of earnings and even just inverted brackets superficial things like cars when people talk about that can we chat about that and like what's your kind of opinion and stance on that because I've had chats with people that have been oh why did that person post that or why did they do that and you can look at it from two different ways how you said and it is so interesting what do you think is the most valuable part of sharing those wins and sharing not even the wins but just the facts and their life Mm. and everything yeah I think the benefits from the person sharing is that you get to create that neutrality in it yeah and while we get to be excited and I guess proud and like on a high we kind of want to come back to being neutral because even excitement is dysregulation because excitement wears off and if we only love the thing when we're excited we only feel proud of ourselves when we're excited or when we've just bought the new flashy thing that's where we can get into cycles of needing to buy stuff to make us feel good so we kind of want to come at it from I'm so damn proud of myself but I'm also super grounded Mm. in it like I'm not buying this car to show off for me couldn't care less about cars but when I do see other people sharing cars I'm like that's amazing because I'm neutral to it I don't think why would you waste money on a car I don't want to spend my money on a car but I've just dropped 50k on my Europe trip so it's different priorities different different priorities yeah yeah, I yeah. could have bought a, a 50k car, yeah. but I don't drive anywhere. I go <laughs> any, I'll stay at home and I go on holidays. So like, yeah. I don't need Give a me car. that plane ticket any day. Yeah, <laughs> Give exactly. me that business class flight. <laughs> different people have different values on what yeah, they need. Where I think people can get caught up though is needing to appear a certain way. Like it's yeah. like, I need this car. I need the Gucci handbag. I need the mm. thing to look.
look like I'm successful, mm. but it's very different energy. I've looked at, I even went and looked in like Louis Vuitton and I went in like a couple of those stores and I'm like, sometimes I feel this inner desire. I'm like, yeah, I would like one because like, yeah, it feels nice to like nice. get something nice and expensive. But then I go in and I'm like, I actually honestly think they're all so ugly. Like <laughs> I, I, and this is my opinion. opinion and I'm like, yeah. good on, and I think it's really cool when other people get it, but I'm like, I actually don't like them. Think they're quite ugly. Yeah. Even if they were free, yeah. I don't know if you would if I take would one use home. It. So yeah. It's just checking in with ourselves. And even for me, look, I'm not going to say I never will. No. Buy one because yeah. I once said I would never dance on Instagram and there I am dancing. And dancing. <laughs> there I am dancing. <laughs> so I was like, I won't say never, but like where I'm at right now, I'd rather spend it on like a fancy as like private boat yes. in like Santorini yeah. than a Gucci bag. I can tell and that yours is travel. Yeah. Yeah. And while I think you can have both, like I could have yeah. a Gucci handbag oh. on the private boat. Yeah. I still would then rather two private boats, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So Again, it like comes down to priorities and what, yep. what you want. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay. So let's chat also online. There'll people kind of be the other end of the spectrum saying, I don't share about money. I don't share my earnings or things because I don't want it to define me or there's more to that than money. So what's your kind of stance on that and how does that? Yeah. 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 I think because last year we started to see everyone sharing money, mm-hmm. then now people are swinging the opposite way and they're like, you know what? I don't share money because I'm great at strategy and I want you to know I'm great at strategy. I don't want you to just know how much money I earn. Yeah. And while that gets to be true, what that message is actually just putting out is that it is unsafe mm. for you to talk about money, but even deeper than that, to hold the money, to yeah. hold the level of wealth. Because if we think about from an energy standpoint, and while energy can be like a bit woo-woo, it's science. Yeah, It's mm-hmm. literal science. Like everything has energy. Fact. Yeah. And so if you're putting out the message that I don't want to talk about money, because if I do talk about money, it means that that is all I'm about. I'm once siloed into just being about dollars, money. Dollars, yeah. I'm no longer good at strategy or, you know, even at a subconscious level, these kind of messages are coming through. Yeah. It's going to be repelling the money. I always liken it to a relationship. It's like if you never talked about your boyfriend or your husband, and even when you did, it's like, you know what? I don't talk about my boyfriend because I'm pretty good on my own. You know, like mm. I'm good over here. We don't need to talk about Johnny because <laughs> like, you know, he's I'm not going to stick around woman. too long, right? Yeah. If that's the kind of energy you put out, the the it's way that you talk about it, it's going like, to come back in that way. Yeah. yeah. It's going to come back. So it's like energetically by saying, while you don't, I don't believe everyone has to talk about money, mm-hmm. but it's by saying, literally creating content saying, I don't talk about money it's because kind of, I'm so much more than that. But what if you could be more than that and talk about money? Like, money, yes. why is that a thing? Yeah. It's just going to be repelling it. Yeah. It's very yeah. like black or white. You like, can let's either blank. be about money yeah. or you can be about being good at your business. Yeah. And, and they're making that definition. Let's merge them together. What if yeah. I'm freaking amazing? So when I shared a potent opinion, yeah. someone took what I said, misunderstood, wrote a whole post about me. Mm-hmm. The caption was basically, didn't name names, but it was literally word for word what I, it was about me. Yeah. It was basically like, if you think this, you obviously don't care about your clients. And I don't think this, so I care about my clients. So they were projecting mm. onto me that because I talk about these sort of things that I don't care about my clients. Yeah. Because I charge higher prices, I don't care about people. Yeah. But what if I was just being the example to raise the collective? Yes. What if we all get to charge certain prices, earn the certain levels of wealth, yeah. and I get to talk about it? To and that's like her story, that. 
isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's the projections. Yeah. And that's where we, logically we know, right? Logically mm-hmm. it's like, that's their shit. It's not about me, but sometimes it still hurts. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. So it's really just deciphering and understanding why that comes through, but also being so okay with that in does. yourself. Yeah. Make sure that when it comes to money, how much love are you giving it? Yes. Are you just like never looking at your bank account because you're so anxious? Mm. Are you never talking about money, never looking at it, never Scared looking spend at it? Yeah. Scared. Not making sales because you don't want to be pushy and salesy, but then you're closing off opportunities to actually help people yes. as well as build your own wealth. Like, Which is like your it. sole purpose, right? Like yeah. believe in your thing. Exactly. Yeah. There is so, so much that goes behind the energy that you give money mm. and how we talk about it. Very juicy. Yeah. So even if you're not, you don't have to share it online. You don't have to say, hey, no. I made this much. But by putting out these narratives, mm-hmm. there's a deeper story that you're talking about behind the scenes. So whether you want to journal on it, yeah. whether you want to just look at your money every single day. day. Like yeah. I have an incredible client. She's doing really, really well in her business and she felt this scarcity Mm -hmm. or like anxiousness around if I charge more, what if I don't get any sales? Mm. She's making bank. And I said to her, how often do you look at your numbers? And she just doesn't. Doesn't. Because she's afraid of what she might see. See, But if we're afraid of it, it's going to be afraid of you too. Yeah. Because if you don't have, if you're not looking at it, where you're at now, what happens if you have 10x that much money? Mm. That's going to be, what if you freaking spend it and you didn't even know? It's just on another scale. It's no safety in it when you don't know how much is in there. And I think one of the best tips that I heard from like multi-multi-millionaire, they wake up and they check their bank account. It's like part of their daily routine. Yeah. And again, while that could be from a scarcity, like did I lose all my money or not? No. But it's like, yep, great, it's there. I know exactly how much is there. Yeah. I can tell people exactly how much I've made this month to date. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of just like almost, sorry, interrupting you. Yeah. It's kind of just like checking in with yourself in the same way we could think about like mm-hmm. checking our blood pressure a day yeah. to day or like just like that reset, check in, mm-hmm. neutral, on with the day yeah. or onwards and upwards kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Rather than it holding mm-hmm. that like deeper power over you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like you've got to be aware of it and you've got to be aware of the energy and the message yeah. that you're putting into that level. Because while I think you can create levels of wealth and success without doing like this mindset work or money mindset, there's going to be a cap. Mm-hmm. And this is where I see people hit the same revenue month after month after month. Yeah. While we can shift the business model to allow for things and stuff, usually it's an inner job. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm only safe to 20K months. Mm-hmm. And I experienced that last year as well. So why do I keep hitting the exact same bloody revenue? Yeah. My business model is set up for scale. Yeah. I could do multi-millions, but I was like hitting this cap. Ceiling. And it was yeah. because I didn't feel safe in holding more because yeah. of the projections, because of the judgment. But also I wasn't managing the money I had. So if I had more, it's going to be even more unsafe. More yeah it's just so so much yeah behind it yeah it's so interesting fascinating it's like a full circle yeah yeah Yeah, there's so much that goes behind yeah just like oh hey I want to make money in my business okay great I can teach you the strategies but if you're over here self-sabotaging because you don't feel safe when you have more money no strategy is going to help you help you yeah yeah you're going to stay in the same place like it 
I could talk about money all day. All day. <laughs> yeah. And do you think this also has kind of a flow on effect into your, like obviously with business being a big passion and interest of yours in like your relationships with your partner and like with your parents? Like, have you come from personally, I don't know if you've ever shared this or talked about this mm. before, but ha- have your parents, I know for me, for instance, I kind of got told like my parents would talk about money and their earnings within just, I'm an only child. And it was like, okay, it can't be left past this room. Oh. Don't don't talk about this, you know, yeah. once once. So I feel like everyone's upbringing will kind of be different with that. Because yeah. I think like we grew up where my dad was working like four jobs, my mom was working multiple things. Like mm-hmm. they were scraping together, but we never spoke about money. You like, never did. No, just the conversation. Like probably same as my mindset doesn't yeah. involve you doesn't. really. So we don't need to talk about it. Yeah, it was just like that's it's, just what happened. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't really grow up around talking about money and things yeah. like that. I don't think many people really yeah, did. I never got taught not to, but of course growing up, I think growing up around the time we grew up as well, there was a lot of narratives like, oh, look at that wanker in the sports car or <laughs> yeah. stupid dickhead. Like you're never going to say stupid dickhead driving the Honda Civic. Like, yeah, you're no. like oh, what an arrogant from? dick driving yeah. that car. Projections. Yeah. It's a projection, right? And yeah. so like that's where I was probably worried about the arrogance piece and mm-hmm. all of that. But, you know, I'm going to be enjoying my Lux vacay and like your yacht with your fina galata (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I think there's so much that we can work through and it's just noticing Mm. where is your edge Mm -hmm. where do you feel comfortable until yeah so it's like okay I'm pretty comfy with a million dollars like no worries what about a billion yeah it's like oh what just happened in my nervous system yeah what just happened in my brain and like consciously would like would love would love a billion yeah but subconsciously like what's Mm. happening notice the narratives because it's like ooh, what do I feel and think about billionaires yeah I think they're they must have had something like Mm. have we always had that question it's like ooh, what do they do yeah to be able to make that much money money who are their parents yeah like rather than sitting back stories yes it's so true rather than sitting back saying they've oh they must have inherited it or they got given this on a civil platter rationalize because our deep set belief is it's not possible possible yeah so you're telling yourself that to Mm -hmm. try and keep you in your small box Mm -hmm. and keep those same thought processes our subconscious Mm. wants to be correct it is like a stubborn little child It'll do everything to prove itself right. Yeah. So if you believe that rich people are arrogant, yeah. if you believe that firstly rich people are anything other than you, like even Human. just the term rich people yes. is separating you versus them. Them, yeah. You're, why are you not a rich person as well? It's yeah. just people. Like what does rich mean? Yeah. There's different yeah. definitions. Like yeah. some, I bet millionaires would probably call billionaires rich people. But yeah. Then there's another level. So yeah. there's so much that we can start to look at with our relationships relationship with money, with the energy we have behind it, with the stories, and then thinking about that next level. So when I was hitting those income barriers, I was like, okay, what would it actually feel like to hit that next level? And I had to really ground into Mm -hmm. visualizing, noticing in my nervous system what was happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. And I was going to say for you or, and for everyone, people, entrepreneurs and business people, I've listened to a lot of podcasts that also talk about that kind of stepping stone and all is chasing more, 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 more. Mm. And that's interesting too, an interesting concept for yeah. me because I had a couple of years ago when I first kind of heard about it, I was like, oh, I'd never really thought about that. And that can be seen in a negative and a positive light as mm-hmm. well. So being neutral 
but then also having goals and being driven and how do you let that not take you off your feet kind of thing yeah, or let you run the ransom. problem with that is attaching to the outcome. Okay. It's like I'm only worthy when I hit this. Higher, and then yeah. like, I still don't feel good enough and then I need to aim higher Yeah. versus I just love business and I love growth is like my number one value. I love yeah. doing business. I love marketing. I love connecting with people and doing the work that I do. Money gets to be a result of that. Mm-hmm. And while I do believe we're not just here to be like, I'm having fun and like detach from all goals. Yeah. Having the intention and having goals is really powerful as well. Yeah. And honestly, I believe if we're not growing in some way, it doesn't have to be monetary, but like mm-hmm. inner growth, whatever yep. it is, stretching ourselves to a new level. Firstly, I would get bored. I'd get bored way too fast. But mm-hmm. if we're not growing in some way, we're going backwards. Yeah. So I love growth. I love challenging myself. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a whole mindset behind mm. it. But not being attached to, oh, I've hit 10K. Now I've got to hit 40K. 40K. Yeah. And if I don't hit 40K, then I'm a failure. And then I've got to do this. And then I hit 40K and that's not enough. So yeah. it's like, just enjoy the journey. Journey. Be grounded in the level where you're at. Yeah. But I think, again, it's just like not making a story about it. Yes. Not being like, oh, I'm not worthy enough. I've got to aim higher. It's like, mm-hmm. you know what? I would love to grow my wealth. And I think as business owners in the privileged position we're in, mm-hmm. it's almost reckless to be like, I don't need money. Because mm. what if you could have money? Because most of the time that comment, I don't need money. Yeah. I'll have enough is because we think we've got to sacrifice. Yeah. Because we think we've got, in order to hit more money, we have to work harder. In order to hit more money, we have to be more stressed. Mm. In order to hit that next level, more we have hours. to sacrifice or, our yeah. health, whatever it is. Yeah. What if you were like, cool, I'm actually really proud of myself and happy where I'm at. What if I could earn more, have more wealth, do all that, but not have to hustle? more yeah not, not have to, make to sacrifice sacrifices. anything yeah what if I could even work less and earn more which is like what I've been doing it's like makes no logical sense this year I have like four one-on-one clients. Last year I had 15. Mm-hmm. Still earning like the same amount. amount. Yeah. It makes no logical sense. Yeah. What if you could? And yeah. what if it didn't have to be stressful and anxiety inducing? Yeah. And I think that's where people get stopped mm. and then they don't desire to look at, okay, why am I feeling anxious mm. about earning more? There's a deeper reason. It's not because when you earn more, you get stressed. Yes. Because there's so many people out there. I have way less stress than ever. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be the case. No. So yeah, I think there's a lot in that. Also, I feel like we have a responsibility as business owners to firstly, we're in a business because we love doing it and it helps people in some way. Mm -hmm. So the more people you can help Help. that in a deeper way. But secondly, the more money in the hands of good people, the the more more good good we can do in the world. Like if you don't want the money, amazing, earn it and give it to a charity. Yes. Like if you don't need that money to live, amazing, take it and do something with it. Yeah. That is going to change the world from your perspective. Like you care about a certain cause or changing the world in a certain way. You can do that. Do that. Yeah. When you have money Mm. and then there's less money in the hands of people who, whatever. Yeah. I don't think anyone's necessarily doing bad things with it because they're doing what they think is right. Right. Yeah. Or or they know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, Very juicy. Thanks, Jess. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks so much for this chat all about money. Like I said, we could talk all day and there'll probably be many, many more episodes about money. You know, we're going to drop it all, but I love these potent chats. And if you have been enjoying these chats, then please do screenshot and share it to social media and tag me at jess.wimson8 and 
Han, Hustle HQ or Han Lawford. Yeah. You, I'm sure Jess will leave it in the description below. I'll put it in the show notes yeah. as well. <laughs> but thanks so much for hanging out with me. No worries. Thanks, Jess. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye.